Welcome to Know My Liberty. My name is Philip Lindsay. I am basically here today, September 11th, 2020, to talk about the events that happened 19 years ago and kind of where, it, where we are today due to those events. So without further ado, here we go. So September 11th, 2001, I was in 8th grade, it was a school newspaper class, and um, I remember I was going to the library, and uh, on my way to the, well, when I was in the library, I was checking out a digital camera for pictures, to take pictures for the paper, and they had the TV set up, you know, the old carts and stuff like that, with the big... CRT sitting on top of them and it was showing footage of a building smoke coming out of it talking about the headline underneath it says uh, plane hit the building my initial thoughts were oh some dumbass uh, ran their plane into a building you know I didn't think much of it kept going on checked out the camera went back to my class sat down and when I got in the class I noticed everyone was watching the TV and the classroom as well and uh they had the same thing on and my teacher was kind of hysterical well not really hysterical but she was crying and not crazy emotional but it was definitely you know impactful to her and a few other people watching it happen and while we were watching the next plane hit uh and we just basically switched classes in middle school throughout the day and that's all we did in each class. We just moved to the new classroom and watched the news, watched everything unfold all the way up until they collapsed. And we went home and such. But, uh, so anyways, it definitely impacted me because I was like, whoa, you know, somebody just attacked us, you know. Uh, we never experienced anything like that that extent in the United States since like probably Pearl Harbor that's the single most uh, deadly attack on our so on US soil and the fact that it happened on mainland was just compounding you know it created fear for everybody that we were targets you know that we might not be as safe as we once thought we were because before this like a couple you know, homegrown incidents here and there, nothing really significant, you know, like Oklahoma City bombing and Columbine, stuff like that, if you want to consider Columbine a terrorist attack or whatever, but anyway, it's like, this is a huge monumental moment, and, you know, everyone was grief-ridden, they were astonished, you know, just... It was crazy, and like conspiracies and stuff aside, you know, people died, the buildings came down, uh, we saw the plane hit, you know, so it definitely was a plane that hit the buildings, the buildings came down, a lot of people died, and then they were also coordinated with other attacks, you know, and throughout there, and like I said, I'm not diving into conspiracies or anything like that, just kind of giving the what's up, because as crazy as it is, there's people that weren't even born that are adults today when that happened. There's adults walking around that didn't experience that. And kind of compounding off of that, 
There's adults alive today that have never experienced America at peace. Oh, there's my rooster crowing. But, but anyways, the uh, there's kids alive today. Well, not kids, adults. There's people, you know, that don't even remember the events. And we're still at war. Think about that for a minute. Yeah, I mean, we've been at war with Korea technically since it was... Uh, ceasefire but we're still in an active conflict in afghanistan we invaded afghanistan in october of 2001 and we're still over there we're next year if this stuff still goes on you know we don't withdraw troops we're gonna be there 20 years next october that's insane you know like so like we have an entire generation of kids and adults out there They've never experienced America at peace. Now you add to that, since 2001, so September 11th of 2001, we have enacted the Patriot Act. We have normalized, you know, spying on citizens. Uh, the TSA was formed to search us as we were just trying to make a commute from one point to the next inside of our own country. You know, and we got searches, you know, and basically a lot of it's unwarranted. You know, there's no reason to suspect that your average person is a terrorist. Because even then, before 9-11, a terrorist attack was low. You had a better chance of getting struck by lightning and winning the lottery than freaking getting caught up in a terrorist attack. But when they hit, you know, there's so much damage done that it creates this fear and that's the goal of the attack it's not to take out people it's not to cripple you know cripple a country economically it's to instill fear and it did it in 2001 it absolutely did fear allowed our government to spy on us it allowed them to create this environment that we have where, like I said, a generation does not know peace. The two things the Libertarian Party stands for is peace and liberty. That's like the two biggest things that we stand for as Libertarians is peace and liberty. Those have been taken away from us. And now you have people trying to justify why they've been taken away. If you have nothing to fear... Or if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. You know, the only people complaining about government spying on us is the people who have something to hide. No. This is the people that actually care about our liberties. People that actually care about their kids experiencing an America at peace. You know, it's just wild to me that we have become so indoctrinated into believing that, you know, this action that we've taken... To go to war and be at war as long as we have is right. If anything, it's created more terrorists. There's been more terrorist attacks since 2000, September 11th, 2001 than there were before it, it seems. You know, it's been the focus of media groups as we had the Boston Marathon uh, bombings happen. Um, U.S. targets abroad have been 
the victims of terrorist attacks. You know, it's just, it, it amazes me that we are at the point we are, and yet there's people that still claim our country is pro-liberty, that our country is pro-peace. When it's been 20 years since we've demonstrated that. Hell, it's probably been even longer than that. Between the war on drugs inside our borders, the war on poverty, where government intervenes and, you know, creates, it makes it its own responsibility to ensure that people aren't doing drugs. Oh, but hey, you know, alcohol's okay, tobacco's okay, you know, go ahead and get those drugs. It's just the drugs that we don't regulate, that we don't have taxed yet. You know, because if you notice now, they're taxing the hell out of legal marijuana. Not the federal government, but the state. They're taxing the hell out of that. They're making money off of that. They're going broke. You know, we're spending at a rate we cannot sustain. We're in debt, you know, way past our eyeballs. We're in way over our head on debt. You know, and it's just creating... A scenario where someone's going to collect. You know, we owe over a third of our debt to foreign nations. And eventually they're going to want their money. So what's going to happen when we don't pay? Or if we can't pay? What's going to happen? It almost happened in 2011. 2011, we almost were, were late pay paying our interest because that's all we're doing we're just paying the interest payments to keep people to make the minimum payment due you know you got a credit card and you make minimum payment due it takes a long time to pay off that credit card yeah you're only paying the minimum but you're also still borrowing more to pay that so i mean there's going to be a point where these countries are going to want to collect and you know, it's just scary to think that it's going to be in my kids' time or my grandkids' time or even my time. The way we're spending now, it's phenomenal. But that's a side note. Anyways, back to the whole peace and liberty bit. We have not been at peace in over 19 years. It's amazing to think there's kids signing up for the military today. have no reason, no idea... Other than, you know, the stories passed down. They have no first-hand account of why we are fighting where we're fighting. You know, or why we thought we were fighting where we're fighting, I should say. Because I was part of that group. At two, 2005 is when I graduated. And uh, I didn't really have much direction. And I'm like, well, I thought it'd be a noble thing. Let's join the army, you know. Let's fight for freedom and, you know, do something... Someone can be proud of me for doing is kind of my mindset. Plus, you know, I was like, well, I want to do college. I don't have money for that. So might as well join the army because they're going to pay for that stuff. So I did. I did 13 years active duty army. Went to Iraq twice. One in 2006 and again in 2009. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely an experience. I would probably trade for almost anything else. Um, but going through those experiences, you know, gave me some insight into talking about this kind of stuff. You know, and the mindset, like, of the people during a time when we were lost. 
you know, everyone was united. It was beautiful. We we're like, yeah, we're going to go get those sons of bitches that, you know, attacked our buildings and killed so many of our people, you know, and we're all rallied behind it. Yeah, let's give the president whatever he needs. We'll give the executive branch whatever it needs, you know, and we gave them basically absolute control over who we're going to war with. As long as it, basically the act said that as long as we're retaliating or, you know, it has some connection to 2001, to September 11th, 2001, as long as we can connect it to there as to why we're invading this country or going after somebody in this country, we, we have the authority to do so. The president can just say, yep, we're going to go bomb that country. I mean consequences be damned you know oh we're going to start a war with iran you know we find out iran supplied you know blah 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 to you know al-qaeda and the taliban to carry out it oh well we now we need to go invade iran i mean it's just ridiculous the amount of power and open-ended it, it was there should have been a timeline there should have been it expires this time it expires at this time but it doesn't like the this doesn't expire otherwise we wouldn't be here where we are now people would have got to the point where we we're like okay well shoot what was it 2011 when bin laden was killed and he was the you know supposed target behind 9-11 and who we were after he was killed mission over accomplished let's go home but no here we are eight nine years later still in Afghanistan, and he wasn't even in Afghanistan when he was found, he was in, uh, Pakistan, right, yeah, anyways, he was, he was in a different country, but here we are still in Afghanistan, here we are still in Iraq, like, the reason we went to Iraq was because Saddam had weapons of mass destruction, we didn't really find any, but, I mean, there, there's a lot of speculation, you know, he could have moved them out before, you know, we got there before we were able to find them. So, I mean, he might have had them, maybe not. I don't know. But that was why we invaded Iraq. We're still in Iraq. In 2003, we invaded Iraq. And we're still there. So, as much as I say, you know, we shouldn't forget the events of 9-11. Maybe we'd be in a better place if we kind of did.